Like that time you told me you met Howie selling him crack. That's exactly. I believe you. Got me in the two hours. And I woke up from that. I was taking a nap. And we're back, by the way. And that did happen. That was. They thought they were off mic. Oh shit! That yeah. was. Oh, <laughs> I, said, I can't believe you actually said you actually believe that he was selling the crack. I did. You, I don't fucking know, bro. Is this is out seventeen. Exactly. That's Ooh, what I'm saying. Exactly. Okay, I asked you about the first time. The first time you met him. This is the situation. Was I'm taking a nap because I spent the whole day refereeing, and I wake. I'm barely like it was fifteen minutes. Just that's all I need to like really you know get back into the whatever. And so as I'm waking up, I hear Kuga. Yeah, man. I, that's how I'm. That's how I'm. That's the crew voice. He's like, that's how I'm. 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 That's That's how I know it wasn't me because it was crack. Like, I, you know, come on now. If I was a drug dealer, I wouldn't. I'd definitely step my drug game up. Jose's like, Jose's like, no. Well, anyways, Jose, we already started clowning on Jose, and we, we said that we weren't going to clown That's Jose Benang- Jose Benangas is in the building, but let me just read out these sponsors real quick. Yeah, yeah, Rasa to the continent. Exactly, exactly what he just said. All right, first sponsor is going to be Alpha Brain. I'm already, I'm, all right, okay. My Alpha Brain, optimize your brain potentiality. You know, I, I've already pissed it enough, so either you're there or you're square in terms of how <laughs> Church of what's happening now, where turkeys learn how to be eagles, why God when you can swallow. And a third sponsor, Ryan Holiday, this dude is a uh, marketing executive, who was a marketing executive for American Apparel, he's a writer, he's got a couple of things going on, he's actually a dropout from UCR, big fan of Marcus Aurelius's meditations, so much so that he actually made this book called The Daily Stoic, which takes... Um, these passages from meditations turns it into a daily exercise. So we got some money though? Do we got some bread? Yeah, we, 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 we okay. got some bread. Okay. Some bread. Okay. So shout out to Ryan Holly. And uh, hey, let's get this party started. Jose, we've been we've been ro- we've been roasting you for the past <laughs> eight episodes with no response.
Dude, dude, dude. The synchronicity. Okay. Get let me out here. Let me start this podcast with the synchronicity. No, no, we didn't plan this. This is real synchronization going down in the flesh right now, y'all. We didn't we didn't link this up. This is just how it is. Like, Somebody planned it, but it wasn't right me. We're just going according to plan. So last week I just I was in the office and I just wanted to look up like a passage from meditations, or I just want to find something that related to a project that I was working on. So I look up like meditation passages and I come across this blog by Ryan Holiday. This dude named Ryan Holiday who was a marketing executive for American Apparel and his focus was media manipulation, right? Mm -hmm. Like taking advantage of the sort of like schizophrenic nature of the media and how it's very like, you know, they don't know, there's no focus, there's no in-depth analysis, so taking advantage of that and using a market. Robert Green, you had the book of, uh, was it Power, uh, Art of Seduction? Art of Seduction and, 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 and 48 Laws of Power. 48 Laws of Power. Laws of power. Shit. So I'm going through this blog and I was like, oh, this is great. And, um, so I look up this Ryan Holiday dude, he's a dropout from UCR. Mm. He's a UCR dropout. So he a Kanye? Well, I mean. Boy, Kanye still made it? Me and Jose go to UCR. <laughs> I'm not dropping out though. That's okay, cause that just cause you know. But check this that out. Was his, that was his plight. That was so, his path. So this was an extension to this book that he wrote called The Daily Stoic, where he would he would take these passages and and then map out like your whole you know make this exercise book where you could base your whole day on that passage. Mm-hmm. So that was last week. Cut to today. I'm not lying, guys. Today. Mm-hmm. I, so I'm at the mayor's office and we had to. Oh, 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 that's a stunt. That was a, that was a small little stunt. I was just I was at the mayor's office, like motherfucker. No, I can't just go to the mayor's. No, shout out to how to be real spooky sitting next to the door. You know what I'm saying? I I at the mayor's office. You know what I'm saying? Make pull the strings. Get your house took it if you want to. Run up on how if you want to. Get your whole life changed. You gotta put you respect on that name, man. You gotta put some respect on motherfucking how you name. Oh, you wait. Continue, sir. Continue. Anyways, so um, so there this spectrum is there to shoot like a promo or something that is involved in the mayor. And so, um, but they needed an extra. So they're like, who wants to be on TV? And all this, I was like, I don't want to be on TV. And he goes, Howie, you want to you wanna come on TV? And I was like, all right. And he's like, go just go grab like a folder or something. And then you, what you're going to do is you're going to have to walk in and they'll let you know. So I walk in and I'm just hanging out in his office. And I look on his desk and there's the fucking Daily Stoic book by Ryan Holiday. Mm. I go, what? Mayor, what? This is... I just got into Ryan Holiday. Mm. He's like, yeah, he's a great, he's a great Holiday. I was like, yeah, you know, he dropped out from UCR. He looks me directly and he goes, yeah, I'm a, he dropped that off. He, he did a little event here mm. once. He, I'm friends with him. I'm like, what? That is the first time I've heard of Ryan Holiday was last week. And now mm. the book, The Daily Stoic, he has a couple books, but his main book, that I'm interested in was the Daily Soap, which is going to be which the next. Which is the motherfucker right there. Out of all the books he had, it literally that is one book was on the desk right there. Daily Stoke. Him and it was, an, it was two Ryan Holiday books, but it, the meditation books were open, and he had like gone through it. It was like halfway covered to that. I mean, everybody waking up, man. Everybody, everybody waking up, and that's the thing, man. That's how you know, like, it's, it's, it's the, the change is coming. The trajectory, the trajectory is coming. It's inevitable. Well, I don't know, you know, what that's going to be. Nobody really knows, but. I think with this eclipse that just passed, I mean, it will be one fool. You'd be a fool to deny that ship. The ships are coming. There's more. I mean, one that we already already are in the age of Aquarius. So that pitch of water is still gonna be tossed out. There's still water to be tossed out. This is not an overnight thing that the age of Aquarius is. It's an age. So the synchronicity and the more clairvoyance is gonna be heightened to the conscious people. Even the people that are not so conscious, they're gonna start getting some some light. You know what I mean? So everybody's evolving at a higher rate now. Just a little bit. And they, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because, I don't know. Even just, Jose. What the fuck? Hey, man. Jose, man. 
ain't gonna say no names, but they was hungry. They said they need to get the gym, man. They said I don't know, man. They said uh, you a cheeseburger away, man. Mama. You know, I I don't even I don't even think it's that big of like a deal. Like I, I don't feel like I'm overweight. I'm, I'm obese. Hey, I just I you know I, would I look better? Yeah. yeah, I would I would definitely look Jose, better. I but I just you know what you body. need food. Jose, you got six foot eight. Yeah, no six two. Yeah, for a Mexican, that's extraordinary. Yeah, it, it is. Like I, when I go to Mexico, I'm not even kidding you, dude. I'd be bumping my fucking head. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's Jose, that's so sorry. Yeah, there's yeah. So you follow, you get no Mexican. You got, no a, you got, you got, you got a great beard, which is not that extraordinary. That's same for Mexicans. You guys got a lot of facial hair. Ah, uh, some, some of them. Yeah, it's because like a lot of people who are more like indigenous, they they don't really have like hair. Like my brother cannot grow a beard if his life depended on it. If you, if you were to work out and get your body to the what the hundred percent of what it could be, if you optimize your body, you would be killing it. Dunking on motherfuckers, huh? Killing it. Crossing, crossing in every, in every, in every way. You're a nice guy. You, you got a heart. You, you can work. You need to work on your logic. You have poor logic. Damn, you, you do that. Damn. Okay, okay. I just have a lot of questions. I don't that's think it's like poor logic. I just, you know, I I'm learning as as I'm going. You know. But other than that, you keep, heart of gold. You always are. You don't hardly need any sleep. Really, it doesn't seem. I mean, like. You, you'll be tired, but you still be going, you know? So all, all they're saying, I think, in terms of working out is optimize. I know, I know. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel what you're saying. I mean, we all know our own bodies, but at least you're supposed to know your own body. And and that's, I think, the whole thing of going within now. I think going going within is almost becoming a, a trend. But it shouldn't be. But I think that's part of this, the age of Aquarius, that now people are starting to be more in tune with themselves and what works for them, what doesn't work for them. Um, and by all means, uh, if you feel like you the shit, then hell, you the shit. This that's your, this is your movie. I mean, not saying that everything that you ingest in your body, you can't just be carefree with that. You can't just ingest high cholesterol foods or high sugary foods and think that you're not gonna have no repercussions. But at the same time, it's like, man, you know, um, fuck what anybody said. You know, I saw a study out of Mexico. You know, I can't quote the exact study, but it said that out of all the cultures. Mexican people are the most unbothered about unbothered about their style. So pretty much they'll go out and whatever they want to wear and they pretty much they still think it's the shit. And I'm like, yeah, because I see a lot of bright green chargers and a lot of uh turquoise uh Chevy uh caprices and hey, I'm like well, always player, because they do the same because you know brothers do the same shit in the south. You go to Houston, man, shout out to everybody in Houston by the way too. But Houston, uh Atlanta, and they'll put like Skittles, they'll Wrap the whole car with Skittles or M&Ms or Reese's. So it's like we share different similarities in the cultures. No, definitely. Yeah, you, you know. You, you, see it. you know. I'm sorry. We got Jose here, man. Shout out to Jose for coming for coming through, man. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. For real, for real, man. But Jose, I know you got a couple Mexican people uh, partners that maybe they might be first generation now, but had that bright green or just real like different color car. All just there's a certain stereotypes in the culture where yeah, they, yeah, no, they, yeah. They, they do their cars real like. Wow. You need you need to meet my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go farther than my, than my Yeah, yeah. Like he's <laughs> like the prime yeah. example of someone that just does not give a fuck what he's yeah, wearing. He just puts on. Saying. Yeah, it's just you know what that, for him. There's he, an energy with that. There's a certain science to that, man. One of the hottest girls ever are the girls who don't care about what they look like, but their personality is on point and they're funny. And you 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 
there will be a, like a wrestling match going on in your head. You're like, you're like, but she's ugly though. But then you'd be like, but her person, like, you know what I mean? And then like, you're like, oh, the personality is uh, way much yeah. better. Her looks hardly even matter, and it makes her look prettier. And that's what I'm saying. Don't, yeah, I think in the real world, in, in the real aspect of it, you have to flip the inside out. Because if you flip the inside out, you gonna see the true beauty in people. And there's a lot of very, very beautiful people on the outside, but are fucking tails from this crip on the inside. And I think there's an abundance of that, especially in the social media gift and curse type of era. What do you mean gift and curse type of era? Well, because social media will hype you up to think you, you're, you're thinking you're something uh, that you're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll have you take pictures at a certain angle, making you look like somebody you're not, and catfish a motherfucker, because yeah. you, you're, you're broken within, you don't have your own shit within you, so now you want to break somebody else. See, this is why I don't like, and I mentioned this a few podcasts ago, where I see like Ethiopian girls doing it, and even Ethiopian dudes, but in a different way. Like for the dudes, it's like fuck boy shit, and then for the girls, it's like Drake girl, like basic bitch shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like it because in Ethiopian culture, there's a very, there's an emphasis on pride and confidence and yeah. feeling good about yourself. We talked about this, Absolutely. but all of that comes from within. It's internal. It's not based on what people think of you. It's mm-hmm. based on what you think of yourself. Absolutely. But the social media, Instagram culture is very. External false gratification. It's false gratification. And the approval is coming from the external. It's not. There isn't an emphasis on what you think of yourself internally. Maybe superficially, you know. But but that it's a drug. But that insecurity, you can see that insecurity immediately. And the Mm. approval that they're getting is from external sources. And it's like you need to understand. You guys are like you guys are Ethiopian. Like, do you know how many people even like how exotic and like how beautiful? But then they they'll use their exoticness as like as a prop, and what mm-hmm. and it's just you're just as That's someone you know. and as someone who's exotic, you're just a flavor of the month. Because these white people find yeah. someone else who's exotic no. and replace you. No, no, you know what no. I mean. So like you need yeah. to figure out like you need because. Cause that's let's be honest. Ethiopians are the flavor of the month. You know, like exact. Yeah, you got it. So that just is what frustrates me. Yeah, you know. I always tell my sister, go within. Go within. Go within for that. You know, that confidence. What you think, Jose? Man, what's good, man? Yeah, what is good? Nah, nothing much, man. Just, uh, just. I guess you're trying to try and try not to get roasted. Yeah, exactly. Come on, borracho. Let's like what's on the mic, boss. Tell us about what, so, hey, um, so the day, for those of you who maybe are listening to this in the future, or maybe the apocalypse has happened already, <laughs> it's August 31st, we had an eclipse, was that last week? Houston's underwater. Uh, it was a little bit over the week, yeah. Uh, right. You was know what? Houston, Houston, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, Houston's underwater, yeah. meanwhile, California's on fire, and we just sat through a storm, that's why we were a little late today, Not a fucking we had some difficulties, so, so just to get, paint a picture. If, if you're not convinced that the moon and the weather go hand in hand by now, um, they say the moon used to be connected to the earth. <laughs> I think that might be science. Well, I'm not. are talking about the ocean, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying, but the water, the hurricane, all that's synonymous, all that's tied in. Hurricanes, all that's just tied in with the moon. So it's not no coincidence, because there's no coincidences or mistakes, just like, you know, it's a part of either way. We know that everything happens right on time, it's just should happen. So there's no mistake that. We just had an eclipse and then our hurricane. Same, I mean, same thing. Like well, we we are in hurricane season. We are yeah, in hurricane season. Yeah, yeah, monsoon but season too. The multitude of it, the multitude of it, the multitude of it. Like, okay, yeah, we're we're hurt, but look what it did. Maybe a particularly a, a particularly hectic hurricane season. Maybe. I just this is yeah. the, the in comparison to the Katrina 
hurricane. This one is much bigger. I think I think we got tricked out of our own ancient spirituality and our own schedule. And we're on a Greco-Roman schedule. That's why we have October in the tenth month when it should be the eighth month. And December is the tenth should be the tenth month. But we're on a we're on a get out, we're on a out of culture like schedule right now. We're on a Greco-Roman schedule. So I almost feel like the ancient us would have knew this. The ancient us would have caught this and like, no, there's a motherfucking hurricane coming due to X, Y, motherfucking Z because of the way that the sky, the way nature is. I felt like we were connected like that. And I feel due to the fact that we're set to the distraction under my control, under, under the media, under social media, the, the computers in your face, it's, all this shit is distracting you. It's taking away from your brain power. So like we're not able to connect like on an ancient level. Because I feel like we would have caught this. I feel like now we're being toyed with. Now I feel like we're being toyed with on a level where Haiti, New Orleans, Houston, these heavily black populated places are getting slapped. Not only that, people who Katrina, a lot of the victims of Katrina moved to Houston. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a slap in the face. That's Who's the, doing it? What are you saying? Well, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, I mean, this is what I'm saying. I mean, one look no further than art. I mean, come on now. Art. Art H A H A A R P. That's what the art? The, the, the sonic yeah. The things in the ocean they, they control the earthquakes. They said that they got these these sonic these little fucking antennas, these satellites in, under oh, the ocean. Oh, I heard about so that. They can they can they can control the seismic. They can control the motions, the plates and shit. And they can cause earthquakes. Yeah, man, that's a real thing. So if they can do that, by all means, of course they can do something to cause a hurricane. Uh, what? We deal with people that deal with science fifty to a hundred years ahead of time. Okay, well, they they don't deal with the now. They they be here now on some shit, but they be. 20, 30, 40, 100 years from now. That's why. Are you saying the Bilderberger people are. I'm saying the Bilderberg is more than the Illuminati Burgers thing. Yeah. <laughs> what the harp is, is supposedly is this uh, branch of like the military that like just militarizes like the weather. Like they have these machines that could just create all this like different climate. It's, it's, uh, I, I was like really into it back in the day when I dropped, like I dropped out of college and I That's hung out with a bunch of stoners and they would yeah. tell me like all about all these conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Like, but I've, I've heard about that. Like supposedly they can make earthquakes and they can like add some yeah. to the atmosphere so to make it like it rain and so you never it heard of it? You. No, I never. I mean, I don't really hang around. Read. I mean, there's a couple books you can read, man. But first, the whole the whole of pale horses is the classic shit. Uh, William, William, uh, what's that? William, William. I mean, but don't you think it's he was killed? Yes. But a lot of right, the Clintons. I don't know who I'm not gonna say. We're gonna have a lot of super facts for you guys next Super time. I mean, facts. I don't wanna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all I know is all I know is just what's what's put in front of me and I can analyze it and use my logic and my and what my spirit tells me. I mean, but don't you think it's like good old fashioned just climate change? I mean, after the years of like industrialization, I mean, it could kind of be explained. It could, be, it could be a series of things, but I do know this: I do know they blew the levees up in New Orleans uh, in the '60s or '70s. I know that the levees did get blown blown up uh, back in the day, and they did get blown up again this time. People heard an explosion down there, and this is the document. Watch, watch when the levees broke by Spike Lee. Spike Lee did a whole oh, document man. documentary that was depressing about Katrina. But you got to watch it because it's necessary. You know what I mean? And that's how they did us. You know, and that's how they continued. That's how they did the Native Americans. That's how they did us. So it's not really no surprise why white supremacy is out here. That's getting crazy. Well, I think, um, Herc, I don't know how we can combat hurricanes. I don't, I don't know. Uh, get down, brother. I mean, 
you just have to fucking build buildings that are like resistant, you know? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. If you listen to like what's going on in like Houston, what? Yeah, I do construction, and then I was listening to like uh, on the news too. The problem with Katrina was that there was like no zoning policies like whatsoever. They let the contractors do whatever the fuck they wanted, and it's not cost efficient to make it like you know flood preventable. Yeah. So you have all these contractors not putting like you know flooding into consideration. Because like neoliberal policies, we and talked about American tackiness is exactly what we're talking about. It's just money. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. Yeah. So what happens you know, is you know it's it's cheap. It's cheaper to do it that way. But they didn't build anything to like uh, make sure like the water goes away. Because if you think about a concrete, the water ain't gonna fucking go anywhere. You need soil. You need you need the water's not gonna go anywhere. So. And Houston is on something called the bayou. I guess it's like a flooding zone. So Houston itself, it's like it's prone to flooding. But Just before like that, was a bowl. was a big ass taco bowl. It was a big ass under. That's why the dead weren't even buried. A lot of the, a lot of the dead in the world is they were they were they were put uh, overground. Shit. Because of how how serious the flood situation, how deep under sea level New Orleans is, they knew that shit, bro. They knew that all that shit. That's what I'm saying. They might necessarily not cause the shit directly, but. They make sure circumstances are the way they are, so it can be, you know, so motherfuckers can really feel that shit and suck. Yeah, there was a, a flood about a year ago, and they told them, so what are we going to fucking do if a hurricane comes? And people's like, oh, well, you know, this is like a once in a, like, 10, 20 year thing. We don't have to fucking worry about it. And yeah. bam, the hurricane hits next yeah. year, and everything's fucking flooded right now, so they're probably going to get a lot of heat for it. Now people are like, hmm, maybe the, the FEMA accounts on, YouTube, on the weird part of YouTube where they got FEMA coffins it is a real thing. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe all the coffins we saw on the internet wasn't really a conspiracy theory. Maybe there's a science to all the motherfucking uh, makeshift plastic coffins they had from FEMA. Yeah, I saw that. Go stare at money too long. It's Medusa. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so Jose, what's up? Jose! Go back to him. What's the problem, man? They said you wanted to fight me. I don't fight, though. Yeah. Nah, nah, I didn't want to fight. Yeah. I maybe, I'm maybe like an intellectual I'm argument, but yeah, I'm there's a few things. No, because Jose is an anthropologist. He used to um, preface every statement he made with as yeah. an anthropologist until I made fun of him for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, what happened was uh, no, 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 no. What happened was uh, you know, no. What happened was like you know, I went from like RCC, you know, fucking doing anthro there, and then I went to UCR, and I felt I was woke as fuck. For about four yeah. or five weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got like uh, fucking Howie and then my other professor, uh, Work Unita. Shout out to Work Unita. Yeah. <laughs> Just destroyed me <laughs> intellectually. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then from there, I'm just like, I don't, yeah, I don't know shit. Do, do, we look like, do we look like a mina? What? Do we look like a mina? Mina? What is that? I mean, a mina. Carolina mina. He looks like a <laughs> yeah, he, he looks. Nah, he looks Ethiopian. He fucks with the class. That's so crazy how you can tell East Africa. East, East Africa's from a mile away. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? We did it, dude. I scared this Ethiopian. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> 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 at the UV, it was one of the kids. Uh, he's a kid. Uh, one of the guys that goes to church with like my family. So I see him at the UV. He's a freshman now in college. He goes to RCC. Right. So I just he didn't see me. And I said, hey, I was with Jose and Armand and Ani, and I was like, yo, you guys wanna. You guys want to see Ethiopia real quick? Yeah. And like, yeah, right. and then, so I. Why do you say like, like a dead body boy's name? Like a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> because I always, because whenever I'm around them, and because. <laughs> 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 because we 
because I want because I won't know them. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, check this out. This is yeah, what's up? And then I'll talk to them. I'm a shot. I'm a shot. I see the And then we'll meet right there. They'll see me pick out an Ethiopian, but I already knew this guy, so I just go, I'm done. Which is like a, an Amharic word That's for. That's a gang sign for an Like for Amharic, no, no, it's a skull. It's like a, it's a. It's like it, what it the fuck are you like, doing? Where you from? Where you from? You feel man? No, it means like. Uh, <laughs> it means it means hey you, but that's like the mask. So Anchi is for female. Anta is for is for male. But as a what's, kid, what's the, the woman again? Anchi. Anchi, so I can run up on a, on a few Ethiopian. Anchi. Anchi. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch your tone. You gotta watch your tone. Peter? Oh, is that Iron? Shout out to Iron Venegas. He's calling me right now. Because, but answer, put on a speaker. Oh, here it is. The first time on Hello? Hey, hello. Hey, hello. How are you doing? She just came back from Hawaii. Hey, I'm doing fine. I actually got you on speaker. I'm with Howie and crew. We're actually in the middle of the podcast right now. How was that? How was breathing that good Hawaiian air? Yeah, I am. <laughs> you you answer the phone, Aloha. I know you, you man, you didn't want to come back. Can we talk about Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Are you fucking serious? I want to talk about Game of Thrones because I'm reading the fucking books. Oh, yeah, how he's reading the books. these people are spoiling it with no no regard for the books that have not... Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, yeah. Yeah, 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 I was going to ask you, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, no, I just know that the money that money was uh, was uh, given, so now they're waiting for for a result. But yeah, they, they gave him the money. Uh, yes, sir. Wait a second, is this a regular phone? I thought yeah. we were going to incorporate hey, we're, we're, it in the podcast. Just give me a regular phone. All right, 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 no, it's because it's 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 no no it's it's important. I mean, I'm not gonna give you guys any any details. Like yes, so what color should I wear? Should I wear the blue or the red? I don't know. No, 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 no. It's 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 a little important. It's just okay. Like I said, I'm not gonna give you guys the details. But what happened is that um, you know someone in my family uh, in Mexico uh, they got kidnapped. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, oh, shit. that's what. Yeah, that's what's going on. Um, oh, yeah, not, not a laughing matter. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it. That's but fine. when you're in that lifestyle, though, it's it's not it's not a shock. You know what I mean? Uh, no one's shocked. Like you're not going like, oh fuck, how could it happen? Uh, no, 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 no. But it's like what it's a whole different thing. Sh- what? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just let's just leave it there. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know nothing. That, that, but that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything. Let's talk about Ethiopians now again. Anyways, I'm Anchi, so you gotta watch your tone. But usually, Ethiopian kids are used to hearing it as like a like you're about to do something bad, and your parents are like, you know, Anta. Oh, so she, so she gonna look at me like, nigga, what's that? Well, that's what I'm saying, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crew, yeah. you had to be there. The fear. I go, I go, he turns so around. I go, I go, Anta, and he turns around. His eyes are wide. He freezes. <laughs> like a deer with the headlight. <laughs> he just he put the fuck. Like, and he stared for like five seconds. Like, he, who the fuck? He, he was, was like, scared. He was like, and then he saw me, and then he was like. He saw me and then he like he relaxed and then he came over. He's like, 
He's like, I didn't know if I was doing something I wasn't supposed to do. He, he told you, don't ever do that again. <laughs> like, this is, I was like, ah. Oh, yeah. So I got, I can't say auntie then. Shout out to I, Abraham. He does know Spanish. Uh, but yeah, our, what the fuck? How do we start talking about Auntie's? I don't know, man. But you know, uh, oh, you're a professor! Oh, Shout out to work, Yeah, work See, that's why we get Alpha Brain up as well. Okay, so work with me that would fuck with you routinely. I've never heard of a professor. Well, I have, but he was Yeah, no, he yeah, not not just with me, like the whole fucking class. I'm telling you, man, this professor, he did not give a fuck. Uh, I remember one day in class during the midterm, he saw in our eyes we weren't prepared. He told us, "Okay, y'all, I'm going to I'm going to let you like not take this test. It's fine. I'll give you like another week." Yeah. As like who wants to like who wants to take this opportunity? And then like raise your hand. Everybody raised their hand. He's like and then he's just like, ah, "I'm just fucking with you guys. Now I know who's not prepared for the See, test." That, 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 <laughs> It's just. Shit? That's so I got Ethiopian. both kids. I'm, my, my my cousin lost my kids. I'm trying to get home. He's so Ethiopian. That's that. Dude, there is a there is a. I was gonna have both kids and be. That was that was. A, no. Wasn't there something else? Did he do something else? Or he would just routinely just fuck with you guys, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh with uh, with this other guy that um was arguing that capitalism is not that evil and then Warku was like, no, capitalism is like the enemy of the people and this is that. So the next day. Worku brought articles like proving his point and made this the guy that was arguing with him read it like everybody who argued with him he gave him a fucking article proving that they're fucking wrong and then he made him read it out loud in front of everybody in class like yeah, yeah he, well, he, he, he just, that, 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 shout out to that shout out, shout out to for, for being a petty for being a professor, uh, petty professor I'm gonna you know I'm, I'm gonna say capitalism isn't inherently bad I think but there's a great potential for capitalism to be very very evil when taken advantage of I think like definitely like capital nothing I you know itself is bad really right it's the way that it's used you know I mean even like cocaine for example has like medicinal purposes right but you know what I mean like it depends on how you're using it if you're a dentist and you're using it shoot it up smoke it up snort it up then it becomes bad I mean but it's it's the use so capitalism I think is I I mean I'm not an economist yeah yeah this is like a fucking conversation for weeks I'm on the down for that, but yeah, there is this mischief to Ethiopian people that I think I'm trying to th- I'm trying to recognize like where does it come from, and I think it comes from years and years of outsiders, mostly Europeans, coming to Africa and thinking they know better, and Ethiopians humor like humoring them, like thinking like okay, let him think he knows, and meanwhile, right under his nose, we're gonna fuck with them, and. It's very like, like it's very like. Um, it's kind of like it's it's letting people think that they're ahead when really they're not. And then, 
at the right moment, you take the car, you take the road right out under them. The the emperor did that. Uh, awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah. When S I M, it's like the Sudan Interior Ministry. It's like some guy in Canada wanted to like, spread Christianity, so. He came to them, and Selassie was just like, oh, you know what? Yeah, come to my country, spread Christianity, but you have to build churches, roads, schools. You have to modernize my country. So he basically got in there, made them modernize the whole country, and then these guys kind of sided with the Italians, and then he just kicked them all out. And he kept all the all, all, all the assets. Yeah, Haile Selassie was a bad, Yeah, he trolled. He, he got these fuckers. There's this one. So there's this one story. He, so he kicked the church. He kicked the church out. Well, he tur- he kicked the leader, and then he kind of left the church. But uh, he it was kind of like a message, like "Don't fuck with me." And yeah. you're gonna keep doing. You're gonna keep doing what I'm that telling was you to do. Typical behavior. From yeah, him. yeah. So he kicked yeah. out like the the guy, the the director. Um, I forgot what his name is. He was like a like a doctor. He he kicked him out. Uh, he was like kind of running thing, and uh, it sent a message to everybody else, so like no one else kind of like fucked with him um, until uh, the dirt came and fucked with him. But yeah, that's the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like just like the pirates too, bro. Bring up on 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 the coast of Ethiopia if you want to in a boat. Somalia. Uh, Somalia. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, and well, it's he, it's funny because this church was, was anti-modern. Their one of their mission statements was like we're against modernity because of what it does to like the culture, and he forced these fuckers to modernize mm. in Ethiopia. Like he tricked them. He tricked them. At their core values, that that's the thing that kind of like trips me out about the most is like their core values is like we're anti-modern, but he made him modernize. <laughs> dude, he's there's a there's a story of him in the forty-eight. Lo- dude, I, I'm telling you, if you oh, yeah, 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 yeah. there's a, there's an excerpt in What's the forty-eight laws. Was that? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I can I look it up. We'll put it on super fast. Really? Yeah, I got the boom. Oh yeah, you go get it. But and I'm gonna tell him the story while this is going on. So that this excerpt from the forty-eight laws is. Uh, so, so Haile Selassie is trying to re, uh, unite the country, trying to unite the country, and there's obviously like in different regions, there's certain warlords. Wait, when was this? Um, I don't fucking know. Was this before he became? I think during his rise. During okay, his okay, rise, okay. Right? When he came so back, so I think he had just become emperor, or he, I think after this last move, he declared himself emperor. Yeah. And um, so obviously, like he needed all these warlords to come pay om- homage to him, and then also swear their fealty fealty to him, right? So their, their loyalty and their obedience. So um, he rounds them all up, except there's this one general who's like holding out, and he's like, who the fuck does Haile Selassie think he is? Yeah. I could be my own warlord, da ba 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 and, and so what he, what Haile Selassie in the meantime has been inviting the generals like one by one to swear their fealty. So it's this guy's turn and the guy says, well, I'm not gonna fucking do that. Or and then Haile Selassie is kind of not subservient, but like very accommodating. And says, just come on, you can bring your army if you'd like, bring your whole army, and then um, and uh, and you know you you'll be comfortable. So this guy, this general says, you know what? Yeah. So this general's like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna bring my whole army just so Haile Selassie knows what's up. And it, I, it was some ridiculous number, like ten thousand or fifteen thousand. They go camp outside of like the area which Haile Selassie is occupying, probably at the capital, which is Addis Ababa. Addis Ababa. Sorry, let me say that with the right accent. And uh, so he gets invited. He gets invited. To, Haile Selassie invites him to dinner to have like a conversation, to discuss like you know the ne- to negotiate, right? What what his fealty, what his obedience is going to entail. So the general's like, okay, but I'm going to bring six hundred people to, uh, um, to show like as a show of force and have the rest of my co- army camped out right outside the city so that he knows if this goes south they're going to come in and rush the city mm-hmm. so he goes and has a dinner right with Haile Selassie and Haile Selassie is very at, at first the general doesn't accept this uh, this um, 
the way that Haile Selassie is sort of treating him because he thinks that Haile Selassie is trying to trick him, right, naturally. So he's got his guard up, but Haile Selassie just keeps on working him with, you know, you get, what is the phrase, you get more flies with sugar than whatever the fuck? I don't know. Right, like he's just buttering up, he's just buttering up, buttering him up and being subservient and all of this. And finally the guy, the general, is his guard is reduced and he realized like, oh, this Haile Selassie guy's a pussy. He's, uh, mm. I, there's, I'm gonna just walk all over him. He thought he was a sucker. He thought he was a sucker. Oh, no, no, no. Goes back to his no, camp. Him. Goes back to his no, camp. The army that he left behind is completely, okay, I forgot the details, I'm gonna have to read it up. Either unarmed or completely disappear. I think it's, well, for sure unarmed. I don't know if they went away, but they're completely unarmed. And, he, and he did, he's like, what the fuck happened here? And with the army, what had happened was Haile Selassie had his army already camped out, had them surrounded. When the general left, he came in, had his people buy off all the guns and ammo from this 10,000-strong army, and then, and then brought them back into his own, like, brought them into his own supplies. His supply, you know. So he just basically supplied himself. Yeah, he just supplied. He bought off all the guns, mm -hmm. and then they were just a defense lift. They were just sitting ducks. Mm. And the guy's like, oh, this is a dumb guy. I kind of fucked that story up. I need to look this up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. But I get the point. How, how, the moral of the story was, High Slossy was not a bitch. No. And if you thought she was going to come to Ethiopia, running over shit, colonizing, colonizing shit, oh, no, 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 sir. You have you have him as fucked up. And the whole Ethiopia fucked up. And this is this is like a thing. This is a this is a theme amongst Ethiopians that I've noticed among like uncles and aunts and my dad and all of them is this like moving in silence and you know like up front they're like oh very nice old man that like almost very mafia like really yeah you know work you yeah work you it's kind of like that I I see it mm. and he set the he set the tone for what we need to be we need to take control of our communities. Well, we don't need okay. it's slave patrol. Who's our shit? It's law three, conceal your intentions. Law three, so, yeah, conceal yeah, your I, intentions. I'm gonna read this a bit. Yeah, keep that, keep that. What law is that for, for, for all my power power um, people out there? Law three, conceal your intentions. Conceal your intentions. Don't let motherfuckers always know what you're doing. My mom always said, don't let everybody know how much money you got. Well, don't let nobody know how much money you got. So it goes, okay. most of his rivals could not understand how this wispy, quiet, mild mannered man had been able to take control. Yet, in 1927, Selassie was able to summon the warlords one at a time to come to Addis Ababa to declare the loyalty and recognize him as leader. Some hurried and some hesitated, but only one, Balka of Shadamo, uh, dared defy Selassie. And then it just goes, um, so, yeah, 10,000 men. He came to Addis Ababa with 10,000 men, a force large enough to defend himself, perhaps even start a civil war. Stationing this formidable force in a valley three miles from the capital, he waited as a king would. Selassie would have to come to him. And Selassie uh, sent uh, emissaries and then eventually convinced him to come and have dinner. Mm. And then, uh, and then so they went to the banquet. And by the end of the banquet, Balka and his soldiers began to march back to camp amidst cheers and gun salutes after having like thought that Haile Selassie was like, you know, a soft ass. He thought he was a bitch. And looking back to the capital over his shoulders, this general, he planned his strategy, strategy how his own soldiers would march to the capital and triumph within weeks, and Selassie would be put in his place, mm. either in prison or death. But when Baca came inside of his camp, he saw that something was terribly wrong. Where there had been colorful tents stretching as far as the eye could see, now there was nothing, only smoke from those fires. Mm. 
like, nigga, you got it fucked up, homie. So a witness, a witness told Baca what had happened. During the banquet, a large army commanded by an ally of Selassie's had stolen up on, on Balka's encampment by a side route he had not seen. The, this army had not come to fight, however, knowing that Balka would have heard a noisy battle and hurried back with his 600 men bodyguard. Selassie had armed his own troops with baskets of gold and cash. They had surrounded Balka's army and proceeded to purchase every last one of their weapons. Those mm. who refused, refused were easily intimidated. Within a few hours, Balka's entire force had been disarmed and scattered in all directions. Mm. Holla! What you know? What I'm saying, like, take notes. Fucking... You know, what I'm saying, always consider, always consider your intentions. The spook who sat next to the door. Just like that. Because if you don't, you gonna pay, man. But you know what, man? Like honestly, man, like that white supremacy shit. It morphs. It changes. It's like it's it's mutated. But it's kind of like Dick Gregory, man. Recipes big to, 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 Dude, to OG, I can't OG Dick done. Gregory. Mayweather's gonna make it to the party. If you can read the cue card, he might not. <laughs> if you can't read the cue card, he might not. I don't know. Shout out to all the people that Connor actually. Dude, this is the power of Connor and also, like. I don't know. Man. Now, but shout out people to the people man, because you know what? That was sad that that brother couldn't read that cue card. And I'm glad that brother can read now. Because when I heard that, when, when Sean made. can read now? Yeah, he, supposedly he can read now. Well, all that money, dude. You had an investment. And that's what I'm saying, like. Society shouldn't have to punk you into doing what you should already innately know how to fucking do, Joe Osteen. Oh, yeah. Twitter shouldn't have to punk you, oh, Joe Osteen. Oh man, it's it's Twitter it's have a to game. Jump on you like that for you to open up your church doors when the people made your ass, man. It's it's a game for them, man. They're not. They're not. Come really, on, man. They're not. But really you know what? It. This is Aquarius. So along with Aquarius comes uh, the the popes who molested kids. All this shit is coming out now. People are showing their true colors. The Injunk has returned you to know, the planet. I don't think, this is the thing, I don't think you can really hide anymore. You uh, can't hide. Transparency. Social media, internet. Transparency is the way now. If you got any kind of hidden agendas, any kind of motherfucking arterial motives, you're going to be exposed more quickly than you were 10 years ago. Let's say that. I mean, you hear these stories, like my friend, like I'll listen to Julie Diaz talk about shit that he did in the 70s and the 80s. 
and there's no, and then he'll, and Lee, who's his producer, would be like, how, how, how would these kids, and he, and he talks about it, he's like, you know what computers did? He's like, they took away the American hustle. They took away someone's ability to really like game the system yeah. because everything is so everything is recorded, everything is computerized. There's cameras everywhere. You can't really do shit under the door, un, you know, under the table like you used to be able to. And he's right. Like yeah. it's so it's so everything. Water's being poured out. It's very it's very strange. Like we don't even like my little brother and sister really growing up in, the, in this age of information and internet. I don't think really have a sense of what it used to be like. And even us. I mean, I was born in 93. There was a time when the internet was just, you know, just... AOL? Yeah, it was just, so you still had, like, a life Welcome. outside of internet. You got mail. <laughs> you didn't need the internet to really survive, right? Nah, yeah. you'd like, go outside. Like, do job applications and get emails and, and sub, you know, get your paycheck and do banking and, and yeah. registering for shit. You didn't need a computer. You would do it in other ways, right? But now you need all this shit and everything is computerized. And, switch. and you leave... A record of every. That's why I like paying in cash sometimes. I'll pay in cash at places because I think to myself, nobody will. At least they'll not have a paper record. They'll have a camera, you know, like visual. They'll see yeah. me, but they won't know. You know what I it'd mean? It'd be like, hard. It'd be hard. IP address is a new social security number. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Real. Your IP address is your new social because your IP really tracks really where the fuck you are, like really where you are. Because ain't nobody gonna be without their motherfucking phone. Ain't no front of anybody gonna be without their motherfucking tablet or computer, and they know that. People people set themselves up to be exposed clear as day. You know what I'm saying? But even things like even like so so for example, yeah, okay. We set ourselves up. You look at like social media, Instagram, Facebook, primarily and Twitter. We share Snapchat, Vine, rip to Vine, rest in peace Vine. We share. Oh, yeah, it's we share so much of our lives, especially on this podcast, man. On this podcast, there's a lot. I mean, we've only done nine episodes, but you could get. I mean, like sometimes I'm a little like, I, you know, I don't want to push this podcast too much until I get that fucking money, or I'm at least like, I mean, I'm on the road to committing to what I want to do, but until like I wrap up my job, you know, at certain yeah, I places, get that. I get that. I get it's that. like. I don't know if I want these people hearing like a clip. You know what I mean? But how you know I ain't the fans? Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but this is something that I'm willingly doing. And Joe Rogan would talk about how like he would talk about it as if it was a good thing. And transparency is a good thing. Because really, why do you like? Okay, why? To a certain degree, it's like the Johari window. The Johari window. You know what I mean? That, that? that comes out of communi- uh, communication. It's pretty much like. Letting people, it's like a window where you only let people know so much about you. Because pretty much, like, when you let people in so much, then they start getting preconceived notions off of things that they've been through. Well, not only that, but they just know more about you. They can find out what your weaknesses are. For me, that, for me, like, the whole soul snatch of sunglasses and wearing sunglasses and, like, even, like, wanting to be an artist or, like, a comedian. How do you, what, I mean, you share so much. Where is the, like, if you start, if people start to figure out, know the way that you think, and, and, and know about how you conduct yourself, they can easily take advantage of that. It, I mean, to me, it seems kind of like, there's an ego element of privacy where you don't want people to know what you're thinking, but that's mostly just cowardice, right? But what about for your security? What about for, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's... I think it just, you know, it depends on, like, on the context, because, 
you know, one thing in, like, when I go to Mexico, uh, that you know, it's like, everybody knows what the fuck you're doing. The neighbor talks to everybody. Like, uh, everybody... Uh, pull towards me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So er- drag it. Yeah, drag it? All right, all right, right. All right, yeah, but everybody everybody knows what you're doing. Uh, but it's like a very communal society. So, yeah, it gets annoying where you don't have fucking privacy. But at the same time, like, you can't be with yourself. You always have to be with someone because if you're by yourself, they're going to think, like, oh, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Something's up. So I think it has its drawbacks of, like, you know, sharing and people getting to know, like, a lot about you. But at the same time, uh, you don't have to worry about, like, isolation, which I think is a really big problem in this country. You know, we're always thinking about ourselves isolation i think that you hear these stories about these like white supremacists and like how they got into it it's like they were they were lonely yeah they they were these people were lonely they had nothing better they had they didn't feel connected to anybody and this posse of like white hatred said oh yeah you know come over here and people just join it so i think it it has its good and its bad like what you're saying but it's just the context i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this i don't know this might be i don't know but man Maybe when I go to Maxi Foods, when I go to Cardenas, you know, <laughs> they be real close to me in mind. I'm like, dude, can I get some proximity? They be really like, dude, they be a homie, man. I'm not, I'm not no, like, you know, OCD person, but Mexicans don't have no proximity, dog. They be up on, they be on your personal, sp- I'm like, damn, why is you up on me right now? No, no disrespect. I love the Larasa. I mean, throw up the sign, whatever you want to do. But can I get at least a little personal space in line at Cardenas? I just want to get my, my tortillas. Cardenas. Cardenas, but I, you know, Cardenas, I'm learning how to do my, my dialect better. Shout out to Jose, because he's going to do my dialect right. All right. But yeah, so the proximity thing, now it, it, now it makes so much sense, man. It makes so much sense about that, because the camaraderie amongst you all, and that touches on the love. The love chakra. Uh, in Latino culture, is a love culture. You know I see it all the time on the soccer field. The camaraderie, so the, the, the family the is real. That they understand the power within the family. Yeah. Bro, when I'm working construction, I can I can borrow a tool from a random stranger. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, hermano, here, yeah, here you go, take it. Yeah, because they know. Ran, random, random, yeah, like they'll they'll let you borrow shit like like that, like not even like questioning you, not even like, oh, let me see, I don't know about this guy, it's just just like that, yeah, just you know, bring it back, you know, like that. In construction sites, it's like one big happy family, you know. People talk to each other like if they know each other. Uh, you know, random stranger walks in and is like, hey, how, like, how are you doing? You're just like, you don't even fucking know that. It was kind of like a shock for me. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I didn't really grow up in that. That's more of like people back in, you know, in the motherland. I yeah. still see it though amongst No, like, we, yeah, we have it. But like, there's still kind of like a mixture of like isolationists, you know, kind of like keep to yourself. But like when you're at a construction site, dude, people act like they everybody knows each other, even though you're talking mm. to a complete fucking stranger. It's so, so divine. I see it on the soccer, and it, it, it really is divine. It is it's beautiful. Divine. I see yeah. it on the soccer field, like the brotherhood, you know, even amongst the family sitting on the sideline, or or the parents from you know different children talking to each other, the way that they greet each other in the morning, the shit. Like everybody goes around and they give each other a hug or like a handshake. They stand together, they talk. It's it's beautiful. I, you know, I. But I. Everything is great. I love. Yeah, yeah, but but I feel like at the same time, like people uh, are moving away from that. Like you know how you say like in your own like culture, you see yeah, Ethiopians kind of moving away from it. Yeah, and I feel like after so many years in the United States, like it just yeah, it's the, it keeps you like away it's from scary, it. Scary dude, it's scary. You better thank God, thank the Creator, Creatress, Him, Her, whatever you want to call the All, that you have the motherland right next door, and you yeah. have it accessible. <laughs> I'm going to real shit. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because your culture is accessible. Yeah, I could I could drive to Tijuana. Our, we can yeah. go right there. We can get there like in about that an hour forty five minutes. That is a blessing, blessing, blessing. Because our culture, 
has been cut off from us. Our whole culture yeah, has been fucked up. So we have fragmented culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not only that, when you try to get yourself set up here, they destroy you like that. They don't even give you a chance to. And, and I'm glad you see that. Yeah, no, you, you know see a gentrification. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Gentrification. I saw that in Chicago 20 years ago. When them project buildings started coming down, I'm talking about buildings where gangsters used to be on the rooftop sniping, sniping the ops. Or had movies like Candyman, like where hundreds of thousands of black people, just black and brown people died. You have these Whole Foods and these half million dollar condos up now. Like, that's when I knew gentrification was real. Because they're just moving the people, the, the white folks that was in the suburbs, closer to their jobs downtown. That's all they're doing. And they're taking people that were, that were downtown in the hood out to the south suburbs, giving them Section 8 vouchers, putting them amongst other gang, rival gang members. That's why this shit is the way it is, because people have been put in these hoods to be like, that didn't get along, like right next on the next block. So they knew, man, they, I'm telling you, they knew everything. They, they have 50 to 100 year plans, man. Yeah, man, it, and you see, I mean, in construction, I, I built condominiums, middle of Compton, right in the fucking middle, all yeah. gated up, so no one could get in and out. Uh, I, I guess uh, what I heard was like it was this NFL player, but I know I don't know anything about football. Who just invested in this uh, land, uh, bought all the land up for like cheap, so, um, and then they kick them out. And we we're building condominiums in, in the middle of it, dude. I went to Del Taco like down the street. Had bulletproof fucking windows from this condominium that we were fucking building, but like after years and years and years, watch. Hold on, Jose, you went to a Del Taco? Yeah, I, I did go to and Del Taco. Windows and Shout out to Jose, man, for being the hood, being Del Taco in the hood. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> and being a man, being a Mexican that does not eat all the Mexican food. Come on. No, okay, okay. You don't understand how we. You don't want to go far away from. I feel no. Hey, 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 everybody knows Del Taco is better than Taco Bell. Yeah, I no, it wasn't even that. It was the closest thing to the fucking condominiums. Like I was just like, oh, it's the closest yeah, thing here. We, we took off all our shit when we went to Compton. Yeah, no, but Compton. Still fuck Wendy's and all the motherfuckers that they want to be culture vultures and take the culture and make money off the culture and pop in and out the culture and when it sees fit, queso, queso burger. Oh, you Miley want, Cyrus. You want to use the Latino culture when it sees fit for you, Mr. Wendy. But you don't want to put no money, and you want to put a wall up, right? Because I know you probably voted for Trump, and don't tap you, nigga. Shit. Ah, dude, it's happening, oh, man. This is sneaky, man. Fucking take scary, our culture. It's, it's scary when you see it, but nobody else sees it either. Right. Right, like you'll be talking to other Ethiopians or whatever. Or even, because you don't even need to talk to them. You just look at the way that they conduct themselves, and you're like, dude, you're not conducting yourself like an Ethiopian. Dude, the people who are... Impen are invincible to this is the Jewish people, dude. Jewish people don't give a fuck. They don't. They'll set up their own. They got their own laws in in, in places like in New York, yeah. in in like a little a little like Orthodox community. They'll have like well, little Orthodox. Made all the money off they, they have their That's own. They have their own police forces in, in, in these small Jewish communities. And but you know, I'm not I'm not bagging on Jewish people. I got I got Jewish friends, like like how white people say, black friends. But I, I'm not I, what I'm saying. But they do put that Holocaust shit in your face all the motherfucking time. It's true, and you, you know, know what I'm because they because they know they know that they know that dude, it's a guilt thing, dude. The Jew, Jewish people got reparations. They got about seven. They got billion broke dollars. off. They got broke off. They got about seven billion dollars. They got from, a fucking country. They still get broke off from the, from the, from <laughs> Germany. Hey, we know, we know it was that they don't got a tip. The, the, the George Bush stimulus package was a, the closest thing we probably going to ever get to reparations. And that's sad. Native Americans got the casinos. Japanese got reparations for the internment camps. 
in hip hop and and uh, NFL NBA. No Mexicans ain't get shit but either. I uh, I really no, but this is like a huge concern of mine moving forward in the next 20, 30, 40 years is preserving my you know the culture. Right. Is maintaining it and making sure. This is why this whole thing I, I can't stop thinking about this is 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 the whole dating a woman who is like Ethiopian or is black over a woman from some from some other race because it really it is like. When you think about it evolutionarily and psychologically, to not, I mean like, because we know that that your attraction is based, thing, man. It is, well, but your attraction is based on perceptions and can be conditioned, right? You can be conditioned to see something as more attractive than something else, right? Definitely. So like, if you're more attracted to someone who is not your race, huh. is it a rejection of your race? And also like, when you're dating and you're fucking, you're basically simulating procreation. Was it for the Moors when they was fucking all the Spanish women from hundreds of years in Spain? <laughs> was I it for them? Were they marrying I mean, I them? And I think they had multiple mistresses though. But if like you're well, simulating they, you know. procreation and it's like procreation that is diluting your own, like literally diluting your own blood. Like we, this is a thing amongst like, there's this, a thing amongst like black people, black people who can pass as white. Okay. There's this great book. Yeah called The Human Stain about this black about dude, Philip Roth, it's a Jewish okay. dude, who, the whole story is about this black dude who, who passes as Jewish and grows up and then like marries this Jewish lady, picks the Jewish lady in order to explain why his children would have curly hair mm -hmm. because he was at the end of the day black, but he looked like white. And this is like a thing, this is like a common thing amongst like black people, especially back in the day where they pass as you know, not black. I was just talking about that like earlier. Like, like there's there's a book uh, called Queen by the fraud uh, Alex Haley. I call him a fraud because he he made up the whole roots and Kuth Kente shit and said it was really. His Are family. these levels going up and down or what? What, what do you mean? Are they going up and down? Yeah, we good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're all right, all right. I'm saying it was probably reserved, man. So I can see if you got probably got a contact. Anyway. So uh, back to Alex Haley, uh, he wrote a book called Queen, which uh, ha it had a movie with Halle Berry in it. Uh, she was a house a house slave or whatever. But um, you know, white supremacists and slave masters they always will let the one the fair skinned one close to them. They have no problem with the with the fair skinned one as long as they don't do too much. And that seems like I mean you saw that with Obama. You know what I'm saying Obama had no direct slave blood, of course. Uh, but there's something about the fair skin. And now even look now in society. Being racially ambigu ambiguous is the new brand. That's yeah, the, that's, so it's that's the new brand of America. Yeah, yeah. Because you you know it has something black in them. There's a black so you can say there's black there, but you it's still like ambiguous. You don't know what it really what they really are. And that is a new brand of America. Racially ambiguous. So what is that? That's a dilution of blackness, dude. If that is the is. erasing of blackness. Of course. Is it not? Hundred percent. It's why. the beginning stages of of how they were grafted into society. Because White people came here through a grafting of, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, first of all, everybody come from Africa. So they had to come from us some way, some, hey, some, some shape, somehow. And they ran off into the Caucasus Mountains because shit was just too warm. This is really throwing me for a loop this past so, couple of like, weeks. And, and you know what I mean? But, you know, you just, you just got to keep control of your mind, as always. And you, and you I'm seeing all these couples. It's a black dude and like a Mexican girl, but see, or but, but, like a but, white girl. Because but like not even real Mexican, like with us, or real Mexican, but like white Mexican. You know? I honestly think real talk is for a couple, a few, a few different reasons. But I think the main reason, honestly, 
I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that lust has a lot to do with that. It's not a real connection, it's more of a sexual fantasy. It's more of a desire, more so than a spiritual connection with that woman. I will say that. That's just my personal belief. I I think it's, it's kind different. of like like the way I see it, my own experience, I think it's it has to do with kind of like class and like capitalism and the reason why is that like my parents themselves uh say that you know hopefully you can bring a light-skinned or a white girl you know married have kids with and uh, you know back in mexico like if you're like light-skinned it's seen as like prestige you know what i mean like it, it goes away from that stigma from like you know having like these like indigenous roots like people strive to be like light-skinned have those green eyes because it, it has power there's power behind it I watch I, yeah I watch yeah the, the novelas you know yeah. i don't see nobody look like george lopez on telemundo yeah okay that's what i'm trying that's what, yeah so it's there's not only in mexico you look at we were in fucking at the oh punjo palace yeah dude indian, bollywood and indian music videos on there meanwhile no dark-skinned indians no and Chris that's Bell most of my, india yeah it, it, Christabella and obviously your family, the ones, the people that love you and building some kind of, uh, attaining some kind of heaven on earth, some happiness is what you want, but don't get too attached. So it's the number one reason why I want to be cremated. Don't bury me in the ground. I'm not trying to ride nobody's fucking ground and be, a, a re, and be reattached. This is an experience. It's like going to Great America. It's like going to, to Raging Waters and getting on some rides. I know what I was getting myself into, okay? I know I'm gonna go through certain shit, but at the same time, I know that there's a higher consciousness that that, that that sits over this. So I never get too attached, even though a Mercedes looks nice. Or or that bitch, oh, she got fat ass. Ooh. Not really, though. Like, like there's, there's attachment. I mean, you like, get attached to, to glamour. You attached to, like, the name of Mercedes. But if that didn't have the symbol on it, you'd be like, oh, it's on the Right, right but the, it's just the glamour aspect. Right, right. Yeah, 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 just yeah. anything that's materialistic glamour. Sure, yeah. Like, if you have a lot of money, you have that in abundance. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's easy to see, like, you, have, you feel like you have a heaven on earth. But at the same time, you still in the same, like Lil Wayne said, we all in the same picture, but we got different poses. Nightmares on the bottom. Card, I think that's four. But um, we, we're all in this, man, the same thing. We just have, we might have you on different scales of it. And people get beside themselves, or let the ego overpower the situation to where they get beside themselves and forget, look, motherfucker, you can be brought right back down to reality and lose everything. Yeah, I want to be cremated too. I guess it would just be like, but I do, I'm a fan of my body. I guess it would just be like, just throwing away my best outfit and just getting a new one in the new, in the next world. Yeah, I mean, fuck this shit, man. Not, not like that, like, you know, like, in the, like, people commit suicide. I feel like suicide is being embedded in the culture into our psyches, too. Like, people are releasing songs about suicide more now, and like, people are killed, like, it was suicide a Oh, the emo phase. Like, I feel like that's coming, like, it's coming, it's coming back, like, I know a couple of little, you know, a couple white dudes that committed suicide, you know, recently. And I'm sure we know, well, at least one. They used to come up to the spot, to the little bar and shit, you know what I mean? Hideaway? Yeah. We got to talk what about fuck? what happened at the Hideaway, too. Is Hideaway oh, kids at death? Because I've been doing stand-up over there, and I don't want... No, it's the energy that sits over there. It, every, you know, in the Hideaway, they used to be the old Sears building. They used to be a Sears. Yeah, I know. 
And there was a little boy that got decapitated in that in that elevator shaft. Are you serious? I swear to God. Dude, I can't. There's somebody. There was a little boy that got decapitated in that elevator shaft. They it took him because you know the owner's a janky ass promoter. Uh, it took him years to get the elevator put in there that because he lost his entertainment license. They're like, when you need to have a, a handicap accessible, a real motherfucking elevator, not the elevator from 1905. You gotta spend some fucking money. You driving a Tesla, so you know you got the motherfucking money, homie. You know you're not spending no money on no philanthropic shit. You're not spending no money putting money to the city of Riverside, so we know you got it, man. What's you know? So now there's an energy that sits over there. So now we got the young brother who's breaking up a fight in front of the, the highway, of course, because after you drink drinking cheap liquor that's not even real liquor, it does something to your mind. What what what, what liquor? Soju. It's like a wine-based liquor. It's not even real vodka. It's like a wine-based vodka. Wine-based. It's a wine-based tequila. Wine-based vodka. It's not real vodka. They don't have no top shelf. They don't have a real liquor down there. It's a beer and wine. He's such a janky promoter, and the city's on his ass so much, he doesn't have a real liquor license. Sergio Diaz, chief of police, tried, it was on like on the forefront of getting their entertainment license. Oh, 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 I think actually their liquor license, like their harder liquor, because yeah. they wanted to serve harder liquor, and that the chief of police was like, no, whatever. It's right across the street from the Mission Inn. They're trying to gentrify downtown Riverside. So you got to understand that they want, they're trying to, like I said, they have, they have 10, 20, or 30 year plans. You used to work there. Yeah, I, you know, you like there. about three years, I, you know, I was doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what happened? Man, they, they, a dude text me on the day I got paid, said, oh, crew, you got another check up there. Go pick up another check. The owner or the co-owner? He, he became a co-owner, but he got hired after I had already been working there. Right, but there's, okay, but there is an owner. There's an owner, there's an old, there's an old white man that owns it with his wife. I read some, some. They cool. They, I never had a problem with them. But they own the antique store and right the whole the whole setup. The city is trying to buy them out because what the city wanted to do was they wanted to that apartment complex, the the the, the, um, the condos, the building that was really supposed to be that whole block. Oh uh, no, but fuck that! Don't turn it into. I like it. Just I like it, dude. The, the antique way, store. Yeah, that antique store is amazing, and that and they have the cafe there, and they have the hideaway. Uh, don't tear that. That's culture. I don't think you should tear that down for condominiums. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. But we're talking about the people that's running the infrastructure of the situation. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the people behind the scenes that, that get hired uh, from, from, from from Florida. You know what I'm saying? Have so this office. is the co-owner that you're talking about? Like somebody, that, somebody that became a new partner. Okay. A new partner. So he'll kind of work with the, with, the, with the black combat boots, with the red shoelaces and the suspenders and shit. Like a motherfucker don't know the white supremacist or the neo-Nazi signs and shit. Like, nigga, I'm stupid or something. But of course, I don't say nothing. If I don't say nothing, I'll play it cool. You don't ever say nothing to me? Okay, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I, I know who you are. So when I get let go and I ask everybody, from all the owners to everybody, what's going on? What's going on? Why they just, what's going on? And don't nobody know but you. But yeah, when I hit you up, you're like, oh, it's not a racist thing. It's not a racial thing. Oh, I don't know. We just, can we just sit out? We can talk about it. Uh, like, okay, let's talk about it. And then you never respond to me. What does that say? What does that tell me? I'll give a fuck how much you think you didn't help me or how much you just smiled on my face. Think motherfucker, you part of that white supremacy shit. You drive all white, all white fleet of cars. Come on, man. I know about the white pickup trucks. I know about the red pickup trucks, man. I know about the all white cars. I know about that. that I know about the signs, homie. Come on, man. I'm from Chicago, man. So I'm looking at the Law Street right now. It says Dr. Martins. It's looking at slang for the uh, racist skinhead. There's a racist skinhead glossary. It's on Google. <laughs> it says that uh, Doc Martens brand of durable boots popular with skinheads as well as young people in all walks of life. Through skin, uh, those skins lace the boots differently and wear either red or white laces. Come on, man. 
white for the race, red for that blood they're trying to shed on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Another one, braces, is suspenders. Suspend. You know what I'm saying? He'll come to work like that. And this is somebody that, you know, the old white man, you know, he he made good with him. So he he made his all the way up from bartender to, to co-partner. So, mind you, they got cameras everywhere, man. They, they sit back at the crib watching me. The only black employer, of course they watching me at nighttime. Of course. I'm not security. I'm not spending no records or nothing like that. I'm an asset to the company. Not only my bartender, my bar, bar, bar backing. I'm DJing. I'm security. I'm an asset to this motherfucking situation. And then you tell me I got another check to pick up. After I pick up my check and let me go and then not give me a reason why. What am I supposed to think when you come to work with suspenders on and red shoelaces? What does that tell me? Okay? I, I, I got family that, that lost their lives to, 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 to KKK and all that white supremacist shit. Okay? So, you from Florida. Like Charlamagne God said, all the crazy people come from the Bronx of Florida. Okay? So, by you, and, and that's another thing about white supremacy. It's a no-nothing party. We talk about a no-nothing party. You can, you'll hit them up like, oh, motherfucker, you did X, Y, and Z. That's racist. Oh, no, no, I'm not racist. No, they'll, they'll fucking deny it till the cows come home. That is their thing. That's what they do. They deny, 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 deny. The no nothing part. Watch for that. So they made you. But so the hideaway was like also involved in some weird. Like uh, the police yeah. department. They only ass. The police department inserted some moles. They did some undercover drug dealings, and then a few people got fired. Somebody stole from them, right? And he got rehired. Somebody stole from them, got rehired. Rehired. The same dude who they busted with drugs got rehired. The same dude. Matter of fact, the same because. The dude that got fired, he knows people downtown. He knows all these motherfuckers, the drug, the drug addicts, the drug dealers downtown. So he's familiar with that. So the boss, so so not my boss, but the white dude is is feels like okay, it's like almost a protection type of thing. I don't know. So he feels like okay, not only did this man get caught stealing the bank drop, hundreds of dollars on camera, he got he got let go. Then we hired a couple weeks later. He and he got busted with drugs. And got an undercover dude uh, doing an undercover sting in the bathroom, and then he gets rehired again. Come on, man! White supremacy is out here, Joe. They look out for their own people. That's why Bill O'Reilly got millions of dollars when he fucking sexually harassed women for all them years. Where did this start about the hideaway? We started discussing. So anyway, so I got let go. So he didn't give me yeah, a reason. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't give me. A, he didn't give me a reason. But they made I, you sign a paper saying that they could fire you. Right, right. Time. But see. Always, this is after the entertainment license got revoked. No, well, see, they, they, you know what? They so, they so, they so sneaky, man. You never know if they got it revoked. All I know is a beer and wine. They don't serve real liquor there. Motherfuckers gonna make me put a motherfucking do the right thing boycott on their ass if they, if they, if they play with me for real. They don't want that because they don't want because the hood, all the, the hood go there. Okay, the hood like the hood well, like. Don't get arrested and ruin your life. No, I'm not gonna get arrested for nothing. I'm just saying. We ain't finna stand for that white supremacy no more. You got the cop, got donkey of the day right now, today, that's pulled over, I don't know what race she was, but she said something verbatim like, oh, I'm scared. And he was like, oh, you don't got nothing to worry about. You're not black. We only shoot black people. Did y'all see that? Uh, I told him about the minutes. Yeah, that shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. Was he just, was he trying to be funny or what? Was it like, it don't matter. Was he just like, just kidding, but not really? I didn't hear just kidding. Not really. Nah, nah, like nah, right nah, now. nah. You can't play nah, like that's that. Not, that's not funny now. I mean, if you can't play like that. Well, black person said it would be funny, but no, no, no. That, people are and it was from 2016. You still can't play like that. 2016. Yeah, no, no. 2017. So, but I'm saying, I think the incident happened in 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the video just released. Yeah, it took a while for these fucking videos to come out. Right. And the only reason why it got exposed because the news exposed that shit. 
So it's like, they real covert, man. This shit is covert as hell, Joe. You know what I'm saying? So what I did today was, you probably wasn't smart to say, I, 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 this is what I did. Send, send my boss a message, because I'm not, I'm not just no sucker, man. I'm not just gonna give you three years of uh, uh, just uh, just my hard work and being an asset to the company for no reason. So I went down there, because I know, I know everybody down there. I, went, I know the girls down there. I went down there, I made me a sandwich. I got me a bag, I put hella beers in the bag, a few beers in the bag, you know what I'm saying? And I went, I went upstairs and I left it in the coffee shop. I was like, oh, can I leave this right, by, right behind the counter in the coffee shop? And I left it behind the counter in the coffee shop. You know what I'm saying? Sure enough, get the text. Oh, you still, you still, nah, nah, I ain't still a motherfucking thing. I didn't walk out that building with a motherfucking thing because I'm sending you ass a message. I didn't, I never stole one penny from you the whole time I worked for you. I never stole nothing from you. But yet you gonna let me go and I'm gonna, I, for, for, cause I, cause I wore, I wore a, a t-shirt with Malcolm X on it a couple times or because, what? Cause I'm the only black person you couldn't stand to see me no more or something why, like that? Why, why do this whole back? How does it, what, what, is, what message does it send? It's it, well, basically it's sending me it's sending me that I, I'm not gonna just go out. Just I don't think. Sudden. I don't think. I mean, I, it's if almost it it's kind of threatening. Like, look at what I can do. I think they can twist this to make this like a really bad thing. Like he is indicating that he has access to our building and can do whatever he wants to it. No, nah, because he, he gave me. He, he told me not to come back in the building. I'm not because that's trespassing. He told me not to come back in the building, and, and, and that's and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna respect that. I knew I knew everything that was gonna happen after what I did. I knew that. I knew he was gonna say that. But I knew I, I knew. fight this way. Why not be the spook who sat next to the door? And I was for three years. I was seal your intentions. I was for three years. But, but you know what? Spooky. I got a couch. I got a couch. I got a couch downstairs. He gave me five hundred dollars on top of, of saying he let me go. He gave me three hundred. He gave me three hundred, two hundred dollars of what he owed me, plus another three hundred dollars on top of that. So it's not like I walked empty-handed. But it's still the principles of the matter. The spook by the door is a long game. The spook, you read the book, the guy's doing it for 20, it's his whole life, he dedicates his whole, 20, 50, it's a 20, it's a 15 year, 20 year process. Right, and you like don't burn, yeah, you don't burn bridges in this way like that. You do the highly slashing move, you conceal your intentions and you say like, yeah, you know, like we're gonna do this. You, you just pretend, you pretend like you don't care or it's not a big deal. Well, for me, man, honestly, man, you might you might just say I, I, I reacted off emotion or whatever, but I, I know I know I didn't commit no crime no way. I know I knew what I what I was doing. I was fully aware, fully conscious of what I was doing, and it wasn't it wasn't probably the best thing. I just feel like he obviously that bridge wasn't meant to be there in the first damn place. It, it, it served its purpose. Well, not anymore, but yeah, it, it served it served its purpose while it, while it was there. But guess what, Howie? My partner got Mario's right next door on Thursdays. I'm going there tonight at MC. I got that popping though. You dig? It's a Thursday. Okay. You have a right next door for Thursday. You have a partner at Mario's? Yeah, Mario's. We got Mario's takeover Thursdays popping right now with the, with the homie DJ Mercy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 24-7. Mario's tonight popping right next door. You know, you feel me? I'm from Chicago, man. I, I'm from, and I was born, I was born in Champaign, Brad, Illinois, man. And I'm from Chicago. I was taught how to be a hustler, man. You know what I'm saying? So, just like this, man. I keep, I keep a motherfucking grind. You know what I'm saying? On me. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't get it twisted. One, one month you don't stop no show. You dig? Straight like that. Where were you going with this? How with the, with the, with the getaway? I mean, weren't you gonna talk about uh, that? Uh, what's going down down there? What? What's going on? I don't know. You said like the energy, and then I don't know the places like uh, always something's popping. Someone died. Uh, no, a couple. Hideaway. Of... 
hideaway. There we go. Yeah, that's the hideaway. That's what I'm saying. There, there's the energy that sits over the hideaway. A little boy got killed in that elevator shaft, got decapitated, and just recently, a couple weeks ago, the young brother was trying to stop a fight and got rushed from behind. He falls and cracks his head and dies. Wait, 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 wait. This happened right a week ago? Dude, yeah, this happened like, like. Because I was at the, I was at the getaway. Like, no, not even. Away, I mean, I mean, okay, hideaway. It's I keep like, getting confused. Hey, shout out to Jose for getting a content yeah. house prior reserve. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Okay, I, okay, I was at the hideaway. I think I was like the hideaway last Friday, and I saw a fight go down, and like they were breaking it up, and they, were, they yeah. took it outside. And that liquor don't help. That liquor don't help either. That liquor like, doesn't. I no. Liquor, now that like you say ass, that's like a cheap ass liquor, man. Now that you say that, I had an adios, and I didn't really, didn't really fucking kick in. I paid eight bucks for it. I was like, oh, okay, I'm saving two bucks on this shit, and it didn't really. Uh, Dude. Because they put all this fucking wine-based liquor in that shit. This is watered down. It's not even real hard liquor. Fuck. Because they can't get their real license. The city's not fucking with the owner because the owner has not did nothing philanthropic for the community. He don't do nothing for no police balls. He don't do nothing for no schools. All he do is just sit there and make money off of black people. And the, the, if you're right across the street from the Mission Inn, the biggest landmark in the city, people that are not even from Riverside and probably never been to California life and they look out their window at 2 o'clock in the morning and see people fighting in the middle of the street or somebody dying, that's not a good look for the city. Okay, my, my question is, why is that place just contrary like why is it popular like around the black community like i that place is always popping like when i go well, in there the, the music you see the demo oh this, this because they, the music? They, they, they switched it up before they played they played like techno and rock music and it was it was nobody was there yeah the, the yeah. music and then bam yeah because they got a black dj so he know what you know that's what i'm saying they use us for for purposes need to be for security make sure keep, keep, keep black people out just like the mandingo the, the mandingo fights They'll, they'll get the big swole, big green mile, Michael Clark Duncan dudes to, to protect the uh, plantation at all costs. But then they won't let nobody black work for the plantation really. Like work really on the inside or be up on a higher level. You know, you know what I mean? And that shit is some real shit. This man, this old white man is old. Any, any old white man is susceptible. I, it is it, it's, it's a potential, like, like Raskat said, you gotta be, is it potential, you might be a potential predator. That's why you gotta be highly Selassie up in there and get a spooky sand next to the door. Shout out to Holly Selassie. Be, be quiet. Yes, sir. Of course, sir. Yeah. We're gonna do this for you. We're gonna do that for you. You think what I did was stupid? I mean, I know what I did was, was a good, smart, but I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't take I, it. I think, uh, I think you could easily it the interpretate. I think you were going for a message that I think only you would understand, and I think that they would or someone coming from your perspective would understand and they can easily turn it into something much bigger you know how they are they could easily turn i, I don't want to get you worried though it's not i don't think no, i don't think i don't think he didn't do anything i yeah, mean whether what, what they got on it rights. and then plus I it's I know, I know what i you know what i'm saying i know i burnt that bridge but like i said i'm right next door mario's tico thursdays we down there yeah mate that's how we do it oh yeah <laughs> we had about an hour and twenty. I don't know why this mic is not. Hold on, can everybody be quiet? Yeah, it's so it's picking up for some reason, but I don't know why it's not picking up like I'd like it to. But anyways, it is picking up. We're so just having I, technical difficulties left yeah, to right. Yeah, it's a bit of strange. Fucking. But day. yeah, no. You <laughs> remember a strange day? It's been a strange. Because day. it's the weather. It's because the rain just came out of nowhere, man. It started raining, and it's been hella hot. But you should know, anytime it's like real humid and hot, it's gonna rain. Yeah, that's true. It's going, it's like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, we used to be in tune with that shit, like the, the seasons and all that shit. 
Yeah, they used to use the moon calendar. Yeah, what is it? I feel like you have hardly talked. Yeah, I've I've been talking, but I mean I've been listening to y'all, you know. Shout out to Thursday for trying to have a full on fuck. But also to the continent, have a full on conversation. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think that the way to go is. But this whole privacy thing, back to this pri- like, um, it is to switch gears. It is like, uh, oh, the culture. We we're talking about culture too. They're watering down the culture, man. Like, like I said, race beat the the racial oh, ambiguity. Yeah, the racial being racially ambiguous is the new brand of America, because it's saying that yes, we accept you. Okay, you, you we know you got you guys are y'all ain't going nowhere. But we're gonna water down the race as much as possible. That's why Obama was kind of like a symbol of that too. Obama was kind of give, a gift and a curse because Obama was kind of like a disarming thing for us. Like they they gave they gave us Obama, we got too comfortable to where we didn't we didn't run up for and Obama was not only that, but he you was traditionally the American black, like straight up. His dad was literally had no ties to this to the blackness of this country in the same way that I don't. Really Michelle have was his first black, his first real. <laughs> Shout out to, to Obama. Shout out to the Southside, Michelle, Queen Mo. Where you at, Queen Mo? Now listen to us. That's for damn sure. But oh well. Yeah, not. We said I said that like the first couple episodes. Could you imagine if yeah. if, if he if oh, if he had a white wife, and that was it wouldn't go down in in America. America would not let Obama have a white wife. You think you think they're gonna do that? They see King Kong. They got a white penis sticking out the ground in Washington D.C. Got it at UCR too. The clock tower. I've been sitting up there. Uh, Praying to the clock tower, and then I realized the other day it's just praying to the white penis. It was a yeah, 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 yeah. Howie, Howie was just yeah, like, yeah, I remember Howie would be like, Yo, yeah. do you feel how yeah, powerful yeah. the yeah. clock tower yeah, is? I would sit there and just like stare at it and be like, oh, You yeah. stand my cousin, my cousin saw him one day just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you bet, <laughs> <laughs> just saw him just yeah. sitting there staring at the fucking tower. Look, yeah, man, say, what did she say? She was like, I was there. If she came. She and left, and then she came back, and I was still standing there. I was just sitting there. Dan was mesmerized by the white cock. He, he was. Because it's you know I, I didn't know the white cock. <laughs> <laughs> he was. If it's long and pointy, it's a fucking phallus. It's a penis, dog. What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, I know that now. But it's, it's, it, and that's our shit too. That's it, an African concept. Because in Africa, in, in Egypt, they're like brown, they're tan. It, it's cool. It's a Osiris. If you know the science, that's another story. That's that's a whole another podcast. So now I gotta do it when it's nighttime and it's lit up and it's purple. You, wait, 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 and blue. So you wait till the penis is like has gonorrhea and it changes. Oh, let me find out, bro. Because it's still powerful. At nighttime, they light it up with purple and blue, which is a close. So they light it up black though. Shout out to them. Did they got any black penis action? You know what we could do as a stunt is we could put black tinted paper over it and then make it a black dick. Could you imagine? Well, yeah, but it has to be sort of like a, because like you know, like a black man's penis is always darker than his complexion, so we can't make it like too dark. We gotta make it like a brown penis, like a real dark, like a real dark brown. Yeah. So they still they're like, okay, that's a that's a brother penis, but you know, he's still a brother. It's cool though how he moved to Mount Olympus. It went from the clock tower to uh, Picnic Hill. Oh, yeah, what, what was going on, man? Is it working? I'm a little putting up, but I think it's, it should be picking up because whenever I see it, it's much lower. It's much. Why, why like, don't it, it shouldn't be? Well, that's cool, man. We, we yeah, all we give some feedback. We'll yeah, we'll, 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 we'll loves that. We ain't worried about that. Just tapping on like you know, you know, blue our, our our listeners speakers and shit. Yeah. Anyway, you know? so uh, I mean, so you so you stand at the white dick and he was like he's mesmerized by the white dick. He's like, what if this what if this white dick was black? 
I just what? realized one day, because I know, you know, it is a clock tower, but you, you yeah, He's talking about the foul, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, like, what belt, you're talking about, yeah. we're talking about the shape of a foul, if you look at the Washington Monument, the Washington Monument was built by, by Freemasons, and pretty much, they took a lot of ancient Egyptian knowledge, and part of that knowledge was the story of Osiris, where the, the Osiris, um, when he's, if you've seen The Lion King, you know about it, he's killed by his, by his brother, and his brother chops his, his, chops his body up into... 14 pieces, which is half of the moon face. And the only part of Osiris that, this is all mythology, it's not real. Um, the only part that um, that uh, Isis, Mary, or Osset can't find is the penis. So this is where the resurrection or rise erection comes from because she resurrects his life through his penis. That's where the, that's where the, the whole Tekken comes from, the phallus. Anytime you see a, a, a point sticking up like that, even if it's on a church, that is a direct adaptation from the story of uh, the penis of Osiris. And uh, that story about how his body was chopped up by Set or Setan or Satan, you know. I think they, they stole that shit too. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so that, that's where that's where the, the, the whole Washington Miami, that's why it's white in Washington, D.C., because it represents white penis power. <laughs> and we, we have our own little, like, we have that, we have that ECO, what's up? Uh, yeah, I'll get this on. I'll, 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 I'll show you which one it is. I, I can get it on my own. But anyways, but yeah, I, you know, I like the bell tower. It's got a lot of energy. There's always, it's very, but yeah, it is. It's at the center of a lot of things. It is, it cool. is, it is yeah. at the, it, it's, it's, it's at like the center. The that's what I'm saying. It's, they, they set that up for a reason, because it's like energy. That's like organ energy. Yeah, it's where, you know like, saying? I feel like that's, your point, I don't know. It's, it's very, I'm telling you guys, if you sit in front of the clock tower, if you just go right under it, and what I do is I just like I just stare up at the edge of the top the the sorry, top edge of the face yeah. and I just sit up and look at it and the perspective of that like going just going up it's very it is mesmerizing but I'm gonna go find the song hold up hold get that song yeah, going no, you guys just wrap it up just wrap well, it up you know, thanks Jose for coming on Jose man I really appreciate you coming on man I'm, I'm glad we said we, we said everything it took nine Nine motherfucking podcast. That's all good, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Hopefully, I can be be back. Yeah, yeah. What's <laughs> mean? Yeah, you family, Jose. Thank you for these, the mic, man. Real, oh yeah. Real yeah. talk, man. Like, hey, man. Shout out to Jose like a motherfucker because we wouldn't even be able to talk to y'all if it wasn't for Jose. Yeah. And I'm always, I am a great firm believer. You know, gratitude is always my attitude. You know, what I'm saying you always gotta, you know, you know, whenever you get too big, never get too egotistical. You know what I mean? I always thank people that helped you along the way. So, Jose, you, uh, you got any shout-outs you want to let anybody know? Shout-out to Iram. Uh, yeah, shout-out to, I guess, my cousin Iram uh, for calling us in the middle of the thing. And I just, you know, get it started, man. Stop. Iram, shout-out to you. We out. It's the party. It's way number nine in the back. See y'all next week. Dude, Dude I'm fucking hungry. Let's go do something. Hold on. Oh, come on, man. We can't go to In-N-Out again. Let's go. This is me when I sit down. Oh, hell yeah. And you moment in life, look up on the side. Makes me feel alright. I'm not gonna lie. I need to reach the sky before I reach my high.
you know what you should talk about? I like that concept, uh, how immigrant children lie to their parents. How immigrant children lie to their parents. That's a whole topic, bro. We'll bring bro, I got stories for fucking. I know everybody has stories for days. Place is red. I've been places red. I'm moving faster. 